tonight we're going to look at the life of Joseph and see if we can learn a few lessons from Joseph. Romans 15, 4 tells us the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning. You know, we're not under the old law. We know that from the book of Hebrews. But we can learn things from that Old Testament that can impact our lives, that can show us the power of God, that can show us who God is. Let's look at Genesis 37, and I'm not going to, I'm going to try something different tonight, and we'll see how it works. If it doesn't work, we'll fix it. We'll go different next time. Israel loved Joseph more than he did all his children. If we look back to Genesis chapter 25, verse 28, Genesis 25, 28, and it says Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of, of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now, this is, in my opinion, this is going to start what's going to happen in Genesis 37 and following. But we know that Jacob loved Joseph more than he did all his children. Jacob, we see from this, that Isaac loved Esau more than Rebekah more and more and Rebecca loved Jacob if we go back to chapter 37 Jacob loves Joseph more than all his other brothers the brothers begin to hate Joseph because of this and become jealous of him Proverbs 10 12 tells us that hatred stirs up stirreth up strife but love covereth all sins. Joseph then dreams a dream and tells his brothers that they have more and they have more and more hatred for him because of this. His brothers then go out to feed the flocks. And his dad, Jacob, or Israel, said that your brothers have gone out to feed the flocks and Joseph went out to find them. He goes to Dothan. The brothers see him coming and start to conspire against him. They discuss killing him. They decide to put him in a pit. And they take the coat of many colors and they put him in the pit. The Ishmaelites come on the, on the scene and Judah asks, what shall we profit if we put him in the pit? So they decide to sell him for 20 pieces of silver to Egypt. The brothers then take his coat of many colors and they kill a goat. And dip the coat of many colors in the, go in, in the blood. They take the coat of many colors has been dipped in the blood to their father. They tell him that an evil beast has devoured Jake, Joseph. 
Mm. Jacob begins to mourn the loss of his, his, his son, his favorite son. Joseph came into the hands of the, comes into the hands of the Egyptians. We see that the brothers deceived their father and lied to him. Mark 7:22 tells us that deceit comes from within and defiles a man. Chapter 39. The longer I stay up here tonight, the less time I got to spend out at camp tonight. Okay? So we're going to go all the way to chapter 50. No, I'm just kidding. Chapter 39. Joseph is brought into Potiphar's house. And the Lord was with him. Now, I think... If it's my understanding, this goes back to providence right here. God's got a plan for Joseph. Now what? Sometimes in our lives, we don't know what God's plan is. But if we'll pay attention, it's not going to stray away from his will. His will is that all men be saved. We've got to be able to recognize when God comes into our lives. He's not going to come and talk to you and say, hey, what you doing? But he's going to bring people into your life. God was with. And the Lord was with him. The Lord knew that this was happening. He wasn't going to sit back. God wasn't going to sit back with Joseph. But he was going to, 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 to be there for Joseph and help him do many great things. It also tells us that he... That he was for us. The master also sees that the Lord was with him. Now watch. The master recognizes that the Lord is with him. Now in, uh, in John chapter 3 verse 5, Nicodemus is talking to Jesus. Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. And Nicodemus says, hey, I know that thou art come from God because no man can do these things. Hey. Does people recognize that we're of Christ, that we're a disciple of Christ? We're not doing miracles today, but just, does people recognize that we are one of Christ's disciples? Hey, he, they can't recognize that by if we live in a wicked way or an unrighteous way. Matthew 5, 13 through 14 tells us, that we are the salt of the earth. Salt keeps things pure. And we should live in a pure way. So others can see Jesus living in us. It's not, I don't need people to see Joe. I need people to see Jesus. We can't convert someone to Christ and tell them to live different. And we ourselves don't live different. We don't live that transformed life that Romans 12 talks about. We are also to be told to be lights of the world. We must be let our lights shine through this dark and sinful world. Joseph finds grace in the eyes of Potiphar 
and he moved to be the overseer of the house. Now, he sold into, sold into slavery, and all of a sudden we read that he's, he's the overseer of the house. Now, that don't happen unless God's hand is on it. The Lord also blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. Then Joseph's master's wife wanted Joseph to come in and lie with her. Joseph tells her that the master has given him everything in his house but his wife. Joseph also tells her that he can't sin against God. Wow. Let that be our attitude, that when some temptation comes on us, whether it be a situation like that or whether it be a, some other temptation, that we say we can't sin against God. Hey, listen to me. People, people in this world, hey, we, we hide stuff all the time. You know who's looking? You know who notices it? God. God knows. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 tells us that we should abstain from fornication. Sexual immorality. Joseph understood that. Joseph understood that he shouldn't be with his master's wife. We need to have a heart like Joseph. And when we are tempted, we need to say we can't sin against God. Joseph then tries to escape, and she grabs his clothes and yells for help. Wow. Potiphar then puts the blame on Joseph, and his master puts him into prison. So he comes in, he's, he's put in a pit, he's sold into slavery, he's made to be overseer of the house, and now he's put into prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. James 1, 2 tells us to count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. How did Joseph continue to go through these trials? Because he knew that the Lord was with him. I read this several times. Now, I could be mistaken. If, if I'm mistaken, text me tonight. It's okay. But I, I, as I read this, I never saw Joseph complain. Never. Now, I could be wrong. I may have missed it. Okay? But I never saw, as I read this text, Joseph complain. You know, hey, if I go to a restaurant... Order Sprite, they bring a Coke. Man, what's wrong with these people? Joseph knew who his Lord was. <clears throat> the keeper of the prison then puts him over all the prisoners. Now, I'm telling you, he goes from prisoner to he's over all the prisoners. Chapter 40. In this chapter, we see that the butler and the baker make the king upset. And the king throws them into prison. While in prison, the butler 
and the baker have, baker have a dream. Joseph comes in the next morning, and they look sad. The butler and the baker look sad. They were upset there wasn't an interpreter for their dreams. Joseph interprets the dreams. You reckon God had anything to do with interpreting those dreams? I think he did. I most assuredly think he did. He tells the butler that in three days, Pharaoh will restore his position. And he tells the butler to remember Joseph, to remember me. But he tells the baker that, uh, the, the baker that, it, that Pharaoh will hang him in three days. In three days, the butler was restored and forgot Joseph. And the baker was hanged. In 1 Chronicles 29.1, Thine, O Lord, is thy greatness, and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty for all that is in heaven and earth, and is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O God, and are, and are exalted as head above all. Joseph, did, Joseph didn't interpret the dreams on his own. It was the power of God. God is all-powerful. Chapter 41. Pharaoh dreams a dream that seven well-favored kind and flat-fleshed uh, flat and seven ill-favored and lean, and the ill-favored did eat the well-flavored uh, fat kind. And then he dreams a second dream, and seven ears of corn came up on one stalk, rank and good, and seven thin ears devoured the seven good ears and rank ears. Then Pharaoh calls for the magicians, and they couldn't interpret the, the dreams. Then the chief butler remembered that Joseph interpreted his dream, and Pharaoh calls for Joseph. Four, chapter 41 continued. Joseph then tells Pharaoh that God will give an answer of peace. <laughs> Again, Joseph is given who to credit? Is he giving himself the credit? He's giving God the credit every time. He gave all God, he gave God all the credit. 1 Corinthians 3:19 tells us that the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. My, me on my smartest day is foolishness to God. Joseph then tells Pharaoh the meaning of his dream, that seven, the seven good ears and the seven, and the seven uh, ill ears, or, or set, uh, seven good years or seven good years, and the seven years, uh, ill ears are seven years of famine. In verse 32, Joseph says, that it was established by God and that God will bring the famine and this, these things about. Then Pharaoh put Joseph over the, over the land during the seven good years and seven bad years. And Joseph starts to gather all the food to store for the famine that was coming. Once the famine comes, all, all, country, all of the countries came to Egypt to buy corn. Chapter 42, Joseph tell, tells his sons to go to Egypt to buy corn. Joseph's ten brothers, Benjamin stayed back, go down. 
Jacob didn't want Benjamin to go because Jacob was already uh, Jacob already lost Joseph. Joseph sees his brothers coming, and he tries to make himself strange unto them. Joseph then accuses them of being spies. The brothers tells Joseph that they that they are brothers. And one is at home, the youngest brother is at home, and the other brother's dead. Joseph tells them that they would have to go and get Benjamin, their youngest brother, to prove themselves, to make sure they wasn't spies. Joseph then goes and weeps because he knows it's their brothers, his brothers. Joseph fills their sacks with corn and puts their money back in the sacks. Now, now what, what, what do we do when somebody does that, something against us? We gonna treat them better than we treat ourselves? See, hey, that's forgiveness right there. Joseph is showing forgiveness right here. I don't see Michelle up here tonight, but Michelle loves contrasting things from the Old Testament to the, and relating people that, that, that are like Jesus, and there's a lot of correlations between Joseph and Jesus. Jesus, But he fills the money, puts the money back in their sacks. He gives them their money back. The brother, one of the brothers, finds the money and says, what has God done? And they were afraid. Verse 43, I mean chapter 43. The famine becomes worse in the land. And when they had eaten all of the food that they bought in Egypt, Jacob tells them to go and buy more corn. Judah then talks to his father and tells his father that if we go back, we must take Benjamin with us. Jacob then tells them, why did you tell him we had a younger brother at home? Jacob tells them to take the best of the fruits, balm, honey, spices, myrrh, nuts, and almonds. He tells them to take double the money. Jacob tells them that God Almighty give you mercy before this man. Once Joseph saw Benjamin, he tells the ruler of the house, make ready for those men to dine with, him, with me. The brother then tells Joseph, when they open their sacks, the previous time, the money was in there, and they brought it back. Joseph says that God put the money in the sacks. Joseph then asked if the father was alive and well. Joseph goes into his chamber to weep. Chapter 44. The steward of the house fills up their bags and food and puts their money back into their bags. He puts Joseph's silver cup in Benjamin's sack. As the, other, as, as the brothers left, they went up, they went after them and came upon them to find Joseph's cup. They found it in Benjamin's bag. Judah goes down to Joseph's house and falls down before him. 
because Joseph tells and for him, Joseph then tells him, whoever has the cup shall be found my servant. Joseph then asks his brother if they have a father or a brother. They tell him that their father is in old age and that their brother is dead. Joseph then tells them to bring their father down. They tell Joseph that if they leave Benjamin, that their father will die. Joseph then Joseph tells them that unless they bring Benjamin down again, they wouldn't see his face again. Chapter 45. In chapter 45, Joseph, make, Joseph makes himself known to his brothers. Joseph tells them who he is and that they sold him into Egypt. Joseph tells his brothers not to be angry with yourselves. What a heart Joseph has. Joseph tells them that God sent Joseph tells them that God sent Joseph that he might preserve life. Joseph knows that God is working his plan to bring about the children of Israel to bring about the Christ to redeem man from their sins. In verse 7 he says that God sent me before you to preserve you and save your life by great deliverance. Mark eleven twenty five tells us to forgive if we have any ought against any that our father that our father may forgive you. Joseph forgave his brothers. We see Joseph forgiving and not holding any against his brothers. What they did, not only did they take him away from his family, he was sold into slavery, put into prison, but he never forgot God. And what God was doing with him. He tells them that you didn't send me, but God sent me. Joseph had a had an attitude of thanksgiving, whatever he went through. He tells them to live in the land of Goshen. He falls on Benjamin's neck and kisses him and weeps. Pharaoh learns of this and sends wagons that they may bring their belongings. Jacob then says, I will go and see Joseph before I die. In the first, uh, first part of chapter 46, God tells Joseph, I mean Jacob, that he will make a great nation out of him. Verse 29 tells us that Joseph went to Goshen to see his father and fell on his neck and wept. Many things we can learn from these chapters. Many things we can learn. But the most important of all, there's a couple of most important lessons at all. Is God's working in our lives according to his will. And God is in control. We may think we're in control, but God is in control. We've got to understand that. What's God brought you to do? We, we pray all the time, hey, God, open doors for us. 
God's already opened doors. God's already set things in motion. What are, you, what are we going to do about it? We've got to have the attitude, the gratefulness, and, and the ability to see God working. See God working. God has gave everybody in here many talents, I believe. Many talents. And we've got to use them for his glory. We see the providence of God in these chapters here. That God worked through Joseph. I don't know how God's working through you today. God brought you to this moment for a reason. I don't, I don't, know, how he, I don't know how he's working. I, I, I don't. Don't know everything about that. But I promise you he's working through you. To show others Jesus. Tonight you have an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus, you can know Jesus. You can know him by obeying him and putting on his, his, uh, his message, his word in baptism. Which saves us. The blood that Jesus Christ shed upon that cross saves every one of us. And in 1 John, if we continue to ask for forgiveness, he's faithful and he's going to continue. Hey, it's not a one-time thing for God. That word, that, it, it, where it says E-T-H in there, on the end of that word, he's going to continually do it if we continually ask. If you have a need tonight, if you'll come as together we stand and sing.